What is good, you guys? Welcome back to the Burning Table Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the full cast. We haven't had a full cast in a bit. We got Derek here. We got uh, JV here. And we got Sazazu or, you know, Ronald, as we know yes, on the podcast. So, you know, today is going to be, a you know, a mix of things. We're talking about, you know, cartoons. We're talking about the NBA. Um, you know, it would be a, a very selection of topics. So, before we get into it, though... How are y'all doing? How's everybody doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm feeling I great. I got it, good. I got it, good. Feeling yeah. good. Feeling good. It's great to hear. I haven't had JB here in a minute. Happy to have you Facts. back, man. Facts. You missed me, bro. You bro. I'm like Brock. I'm like Brock Lesnar, man. I'm a part-timer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's start with the first thing, first topic of the day. Johnny Test Reboot. Right. Johnny Tess, if you guys don't know, Cartoon Network show. Um, old, kind of. Kind of like growing, like mid-2000s, you know, early 2010s-ish area. Uh, I personally liked the show. I thought it was a great show. Johnny was a, you know, funny character. He had his sisters that were real smarter than the dog. And they would do a bunch of stupid shit in the show. I didn't I didn't know that a reboot was planned to, until they released or until they announced that the reboot was coming out. But uh, how y'all feeling about the Johnny Test reboot that's dropping soon? Yeah, I mean, growing up, I really wasn't too big of a fan of Johnny Test. I didn't think it was bad. It's just I had so many other shows that I would have put above it. I would rather watch at the time. But I mean, I'm not expecting much out of this reboot, to be honest. I got you. I got you. I so how I feel about it, low key. I feel like that the reboot. The reboot, like, I'm a Johnny Test fan. I fuck with Johnny Test heavy as hell. I fuck with Johnny Test heavy as hell. But, in my opinion, that, I don't know. I think it's gonna be trash, because most reboots from Cartoon Network is trash, bro. In my opinion. Ooh, you bring up a good, a good point there. Um, they have yet to do a good reboot. Ben 10, um, Teen Titans Go, Powerpuff Girls, all of those have been flops. Thanks. However, yeah. I have high hopes for this show. This is a... This is a classic in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's right up. It, unfortunately, nobody, if you uh, if you listen to the last episode where we did about Rushmore, nobody even considered Johnny Test. Or I don't, I don't remember if anybody considered it, but it, it made none of our uh, top fours. However, still a go-to show. Um, I have high hopes. Um, other than the animation, I think it's going to keep the same core elements. Uh, mm-hmm. Johnny Test goes on an adventure, messes something up. His sisters come and save the day. Uh, I don't remember seeing Dookie in the trailer though, but you know, I expect you know just some more antics, you yep. know, like a like a Mordecai and Rigby from Regular Show, or Finn and Jake from Adventure Time, or Gumball and Darwin from Amazing World of Gumball. Johnny mm-hmm. Tess was low key the blueprint for all that, because you know Johnny Tess came first, and they all came after. But you know, I'm still hyped for this show, and um, I'm ready for when it drops. I don't know when it drops, but when it drops, I'm gonna definitely watch it. Same here. I was a big uh, Johnny Test fan growing up, as I said earlier, so I really hope they don't mess up the reboot. Cartoon Network does have a history of messing up reboots, you know, Ben Penn being the big one that stands out for me. But, you know, I have high hopes, and I hope they don't screw it up. Um, next, we transition to staying in the, you know, the cartoons uh, ballpark. We did top five best cartoons of cartoon Mount Rushmore last episode. So now we got to do the worst. 
this may be a little bit harder to do because you know picking the worst of anything is really tough but um what would y'all say is the the worst cartoons that y'all can remember um okay so i'll go first um uncle grandpa (laughs) this is in no order but um uncle grandpa is up there with one of the worst shows ever um to me it had no coherent storyline it was just uncle grandpa went around and did stuff and that to me didn't make any sense number two the problem solvers i don't even know if anybody remembers that show but it was it was so bad i don't even think it got a second season on cartoon network i don't even know what the the premise was the animation was horrible the story made no sense and i basically cut it off after the first episode it was terrible to me mm-hmm. the third one uh it wasn't a bad show but i'll throw it in here because it was kind of like a so bad is good fanboy and chum uh chum chum mm. for real yeah. it like it was like it was a so bad is good because i'll watch it for hours but to me it had no uh, it had no storyline um it kind of it was kind of like fanboy and chum chum went to the freeze mart got a slurpee and then stuff happened because of Gosh. that but I'll, I'll watch it for hours don't get me wrong like that's why i said it's in the so bad is good category uh and another one um teen titans go if teen titans never existed it would probably be a little better but because of how far it fell from like our standards um i have to throw it in here honorable mention that ben 10 reboot because mm-hmm. my goodness that that was some that was some i won't even I, can i go there yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> Uh, okay, so first, Uncle Grandpa, of course, that shit was fucking ass, bro. A talking yeah. pizza? Really? Hold on, bro. Pizza Steve was nice, though. Don't get on my pizza God. Steve was nice, cool. Who was corny as hell. He was. <laughs> number two. Was. Number two, Teen Times Go, of course. Ruin my favorite show, bro. Just ruin. Number yeah. three, the Teen Times. Wait, not the Teen Times. My fault. The Ben 10 reboot, that shit is ass, bro. Grandpa's rat as hell, bro. That shit is ass, bro. <laughs> Number seven, and Derek forgot about this one, Clarence, bro. Clarence. Okay, okay. That's fair. Clarence I did forget about that one. Trash. So yeah. bad. So bad. And number five, I'm going to have to give it to anything. Fucking, uh, what's it called, bro? Apple and onion, bro. What is that? What is that? Apple and onion, bro. That's my top five worst ones. Alright. My turn. Alright. Alright, we all start off with the same one. Uncle Grandpa. Nobody knew what the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. I don't know what type of incest they had going on. We use everybody uncle and grandpa, but you <laughs> <laughs> was everybody's uncle and grandpa. So we gotta ask what we gotta ask what our family was doing. Like I said, we wanna put that out there. Well I got to know. But yeah, Uncle Grandpa, Teen Titans go. Like you said, it really standards that we had set from the original Teen Titans came nowhere close. Um, Clarence, Annoying Orange. I throw that up. Yes, that's not a cartoon, but I'll let it slide. I don't think that's a cartoon, but I'm gonna let it slide. That was the worst, dude. I ain't gonna lie. The nigga nigga Annoying Orange will keep funny, bro. No, she was what? not. No, bro. it was not. His whole point was being bro. funny. Was hey, no, no, no. I mean, his whole point was being annoying, bro. That was trash. I'm sorry. Was garbage, bro. Like, there be sometimes where I chuckle, bro. 
This you need to fix your humor, bro. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Annoying orange for me. Annoying orange with the office of Cartoon Network. Ooh. That is true. Mm. Except people think the office is funny. The Nobody office is thinks funny, annoying. No one thinks annoying orange is good. The office is but, good. That's the what I'm saying. So I know the office doesn't have like that dry humor, but still, like yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's just a, like selective humor. Um, that's four I I really can't think of a fifth one if we're being honest I got you so, yeah. um, I'm gonna have to agree with y'all on like everything else uh, definitely I know Orange whether it's a live action or cartoon or not it's definitely up there Uncle Grandpa come on now Clarence was horrible um Fanboy and Chum Chum was he Derek said it perfectly like it was so bad it was good because like it was horrible it was a horrible show but it i kept watching it it was just entertaining so um what else was bad i think we hit them all really the, the ben 10 reboot and the teen Titans. teen Titans go it's bad but it's probably the most enjoyable out of the bad ones in my opinion. easily easily um, um. But it is bad. <laughs> it is bad. Especially in comparison to what it, you know, came after. Right. Um, are we missing any, like, crazy bad ones? Um, not crazy bad, but uh, King of the Hill was so dry to me. I don't know how people, like, it was always that show that came on once Adult Slim came on. It always mm. started with King of the Hill. And to me, it was super dry. Maybe I just didn't understand it. Because, you know, I'm not from, I mean, I'm from the South. I'm in Maryland, but I'm not down south like alabama where i think it's a place but it just never hit with me you know king of the hill it was was weird because like i always view it as that show that came on before american dad and family guy it was was that bridge honestly after some of the clips from it and stuff i kind of had i kind of my opinion kind of changed on it it's still not like a good good show in my opinion but it's better what i thought it was at first can I name like one show but that was really ass? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the whole point of us. That was the whole point of this segment. That's <laughs> the whole point of the segment. In my opinion, bro, Caillou is some shit, bro. Facts. Oh, nobody likes Caillou. Caillou is nobody like likes Caillou. This whole, oh, the whole point of the fucking show was this nigga crying and getting whatever you want. Release, he said it best. Release, exposed. Damn, you took a tag. Yes. Exposed days. Um, I know, I know we was getting yeah. on our uncle grandpa, but uh, I'm I'm gonna go out here and say it on grandma. He's fine as fuck. You can't tell me different. What you say, bro? On aunt grandma. What'd you say, bro? <laughs> let me let me let me look back at look up grandma. look up on grandma, bro. Aunt grandma. All right, all right. Aunt maybe grandma. maybe he got a point. Maybe <laughs> maybe he got a point. She got a OnlyFans, bro. Oh oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed the episode of this show. I'm gonna have to yeah. go back. Yeah, I, I think she was only in one. She was only oh, in like one episode. The tiger from Uncle Grandpa, bro. My dad had one episode. None, bro. Yeah, on Grandma. Never mind, bro. Let's move on. You, you wildin', bro. Come on. I just want to say one quick thing, one quick thing. Wow, wow, wow. Fire ass show. Wow, wow, wow. is top tier, S tier. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yo, check the chat real quick. Check the chat real quick. 
Bro, why is all Grandma Loki built like an old PPS bitch? Oh my goodness, bro. All right, let's. I know. <laughs> bro did not just log that in chat. Bro. Not gonna Come lie, on. bro. Not gonna lie. Dog. Bro. Her Dog. type, bro. Her type is some shit, bro. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How how yeah. she get with Uncle Grandpa, bro? Let me hit, fool. Come on. What did she bro, get that? Don't worry. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's right. move on to basketball now. You know, we talk basketball like a lot, a lot, a lot on this show. But uh, Bucks versus Nets. That was what two days ago, technically. Yeah, yeah two days yesterday. Ago. Yeah, it's midnight. All right. Um, that was a really great game. I watched it from start to finish. Uh, and it was really. In all honesty, it was KD versus the Bucks, bro. It was KD versus Giannis mostly, because the Bucks were selling too. But in the end, in like the fourth quarter in overtime, it was KD versus the Bucks. And KD played his ass off for 48. Hit if he oh my God, he's hit some crazy shots, mm-hmm. carried them to the overtime, carried them through the game. Giannis was playing great too, and he hit 40. Um, yeah. Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton had clutch shots, but were shooting inefficiently the entire game. And Harden hit like I saw this man Harden hit like two shots. I swear, he did nothing. Granted, he was hurt, but he was it looked like he was one on all. I feel like KD was the entire team. Every possession, I feel like they just came down, gave him the ball, and he scored. It was it was a foul, but um. He hit one of the best shots I think I've ever seen. If it was a three, it ended up being a two because he was like size seven and ten feet. But hockey sticks with feet. If bro. it was, if it was a three, bro. If he, if that was a three, I know the, you know the shot that you're, that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If that was a three, that would have been one of the best game, or one of the best shots I think I'd ever seen. A turnaround fadeaway three, and the game. One second. Seven. Yeah. That's. One of the best shots I would have ever seen. Even still, even in being a two and bring him to overtime, it's still a really great shot. And uh Katie played his heart out. Those are those are great performance by him. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so Katie obviously played great. Giannis played great. Middleton has some iffy moments, but he played great for the most part. Drew Holiday was a big question throughout the series. I mean in game seven, too, he shot very poorly. Obviously, down the stretch, he hit some big shots to really keep them in the game, put them up. So, mm-hmm. good on his part. But with Harden, it's weird because you want to say that he was injured and he was basically on playing after playing on one leg. But at the same time, most of the shot, most of the looks he had in game seven were open looks, were good yeah. open looks. He wasn't heavily contested on most of those shots. And that's what makes it weird that he was said with a drop 24, but it was on like five or 14 shooting. Five or 17. Five or 17. Wow. And KD, masterclass performance in game six and seven. Like like Cam said, almost hit one of the craziest game winners we would have seen in playoff history if he was half a shoe size smaller. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Shout out to PJ Tucker too in Game Seven because that man had five fouls for the longest and somehow managed to make it through the rest of the fourth quarter without fouling out while being aggressive for me. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. That was crazy. 
Alright, alright, I'm gonna go. Uh, I must have, I must have seen a slightly different game from y'all, because despite KD going going off of 48, he went off of 48, and I think all of regulation. In overtime, he shot an 0 of 5, and that's where my criticism starts. Okay. I know that he hit most of the shots to get them within, you know, two or to tie it up or to give them the lead. But the problem was there was just too much iso ball. I swear, the last five minutes and all of overtime, Steve Nash is just like, give Kevin Durant the ball and let's hope he makes it. And that's not going to work in the playoffs. When has that ever worked in the playoffs? Like, we criticize people like LeBron for doing this, for, for not doing this, but there's a reason why. It just doesn't work. He went 0 of 5 in overtime. And I think 0 of 2 from 3, including that air ball, uh, that he yeah. shot at the end of the game, which was horrible. That is a, another thing in itself. I don't know why he didn't just push it up like how we did in the finals over LeBron, mm-hmm. where he was just dribble up the court uh, and hit a three in, in a person's face. Instead, he passed it to James Harden, who shot five of seventeen. That doesn't make any sense to me. That guy had an overtime. He did kind of rush that shot easily. He had twelve seconds left. I know that's that's not a lot, but in basketball in basketball uh, time, that's yeah, that's like that's a decent. year. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a lot of time. It's decent time. Um, I like to give a special shout out to Blake Griffin, seventeen and eleven, hit three threes, played well. Um, I like to slander Joe Harris. That man is paid how much to just hit threes and shot three of nine from three and shot like eight of twenty four. Were like eight of thirty-two for the rest uh, from like game four to game seven. He's the reason why they lost, even more so than James Harden. Uh, shout out Bruce Brown. He played well, um, but we all know if Kyrie wasn't hurt or if James Harden wasn't a man on one leg, they would win this series in maybe six games. Yep. But what happened happened. Credit to the Milwaukee Bucks for showing up and doing what they were supposed to do. And uh, this has now become a much more interesting uh, playoffs because I really don't know who will win. I, I said when the yeah, I really don't know who's gonna win. Somebody's getting their first ring. Uh, fun fact. Push for Yeah. 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 Fun fact. I don't think uh, none of these teams have won a championship since the NBA ABA merger in '77. Uh, the last team. The last team I was in was Philly. They won it in 1983. But uh, I think the last team is now the Bucks in 1971. But that's before the merger. So some team is going to win. It's going to make history. Mm-hmm. It's going to be wild if get a ring this Facts. Facts. If, if Atlanta can play like how they play tonight, he's getting a ring. I'm sorry. Hey, this is my turn. Yeah, go ahead. You got it. Floor's uh, on you. Okay. You know, I got my receipts and everything, right? So we're going to talk about James Harden first. Shooting 5 for 17 and 2 for 10 for 3. 2 for 12 and 3 is still unacceptable when your game does not involve athleticism at all. It just involves uh, shooting and drawing fouls 24-7. Literally, all he did that game, why he got most of his points. But since niggas wanted to talk about uh, James Harden's injury, let's bring our Speak on it. Speak on it. Yep. Let's Speak on Russell it. Westbrook, yep. How niggas in 2020 had Russell Westbrook trending over shit. So let's let's read Russell Westbrook's stats. 
20. 19.8, basically 20. 20, 7, 5, on two steals. 42%, 25% from three. Okay. Let's read James Harden's stats. Let's read James Harden. Against a worse defense. Because Drew Holiday wasn't playing good defense that series. At all. 10. At all? Nah, he played some good defense. He, he played, played good defense. defense. In game seven, he wasn't really playing good defense. He was really trash in game seven. I mean, he forced KD into an air ball. I said, that's good defense. Yeah, but... He rushed that shot. Like, 52 minutes and played the whole time, which is that's trash culture from Steven. It is horrible culture from Steven. 10.8 points. 5.3 rebounds per game. 6 assists. 1.3 steals. Okay, decent stats. 30% from the fucking field? Decent stats. This is James Harden's we're talking about. Yes, that is not decent stats. 30, 30% from the field. Field goal. 19% from three. Mike, that's I worse than Russ. I don't care if you're injured at all. You're shooting 19% from the three? Russ shot 25%. Russ. But he's a worse three shooter. And James Harden has been said before. There's literally articles of James Harden saying that if you're injured in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. But he wants to bring up the excuse. His grade two hamstring. Get the fuck out of here, bro. I don't want to hear no Nets fans talking this shit, bro. Facts. But I'm pretty sure Russ and uh, Harden had the same injury, and Russ was coming off of COVID. Russ, and we no, saw Russ, how... Russ had a worse injury. He had a quad. He had a worse and injury. And Russ's game relies like, heavily on athletics. Much better. Much better. He was the reason they won game one against the Lakers anyway. So... And, and he had COVID, and we saw how that affected players, like Jason Tatum. I don't think he's been the same since he caught COVID. He's still got to play with an inhaler. Um, it's just it's just crazy how much, how they hold Russ to such a high standard, but then slander him. Like, they hold him to, like, top five player um, requirements, but then they call him a top 20 player. So they can give him top 20 player requirements. Hey, right, so. Can I say something I don't think fans are ready to hear? I don't think most fans are ready to accept the fact that LeBron not being the best player doesn't mean that we're saying he's trash by any means. Yeah. Like people automatically assume when we say, oh, KD is the best player in the world that we're saying LeBron is, that Andrew Wiggins is better than LeBron. Like, <laughs> where did you get that from? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I still think LeBron would be the best player in the world. That and Don't let that ankle injury fool y'all. Before. I know. know. Nobody's saying he's not. He's still up there very much. He is. He's very slowly regressing. regressing. Slowly. Yeah. Very slowly. Very slowly. It's only minuscule for real, for real. In yeah. my opinion, in my opinion, he had way more stars on the team than before. So that that just shows like what? he dropped in averages. He had way more people than before than in twenty twenty. Then they get Montrezl Harold and then it's... Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's why he's basically been dropping his stats. And the thing is, against Phoenix, they was playing zone defense. They were forcing Lakers to shoot, and they're not really that great of a three-team. Which which made people think, oh, dang, LeBron is being trash. But LeBron actually shot really well from three. That's the thing. LeBron shot well from three, but I'm like, dude, Devin Booker is guarding you. Dunk on that, man. But the thing is, they're playing zone defense, so they're mostly covering that paint. So LeBron doesn't get in there. But we've seen him. We we know Braun has a good post fadeaway. That's yeah. not an excuse. You see, we saw what he did in eighteen. Six straight fadeaways against the Raptors. I don't think I don't think LeBron can fix Andre Drummond 
having zero. Drummond didn't play. Drummond didn't play in their last game. Turnovers. Hey, should I should I give my piece out about that? Alright. <laughs> uh, what else I gotta say? I feel like we were drifting. I just didn't want to we were. Get through here we were. Um. No, nah, I think that's it. I think y'all made great points about the game. Um, I do think that uh, KD rushed that final shot. I do believe that. But he also played 52 minutes. And he was the only one that contributed offensively. Like, Joe Harris, I think, missed. He missed a lot of threes in the fourth quarter and overtime. Open um, Open threes. They got a lot of offensive rebounds, got it out to him, and hit a shot. Uh, no one else really was scoring. Uh, Blake Griffin did play well, but I'm not, I'd rather get the ball to the men that dropped 48 in regulation than the dude who dropped at 17. Blake Griffin. I'd rather give it to Katie than Blake Griffin yeah, every possession. Because I feel like okay. they did that and it worked. Um, but yeah, he was tired. That is a coaching error by Steve Nash. I feel like if they rested him in the previous games a little bit more, because he did play the whole game, I think in game one five. Five, yeah. If they rest him there, maybe a little bit, and they rest him in game six a little bit, then maybe he has a little bit more juice and can carry them uh, over the hump. But I mean, they don't win. They don't win game five without the carry. They don't. Every they don't. They don't. So they don't. you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't take him out in game five. That game six, fair. he didn't play the whole six. game. He played thirty-six minutes, thirty-six or maybe thirty-eight or forty-eight possible minutes. So you could you can make the argument that that was him, his rest day. And then that you get true. days off between games. So it's not like, you know, it's not like you had back to back to backs mm-hmm. like the regular yeah. season. He had time to, I mean, I know it wasn't ample. I mean, you know, this is Kevin Durant, yeah. you know, give him at 100%, and maybe he was at 90%. So that hindered him a little bit, but still gave an all time great performance. Bucks. And it just sucks that his team wasn't healthy enough. Yep. So took that healthy Nets team. I don't see anybody beating them. Um, and I really hope that, that his, his performance doesn't get overshadowed by the loss because I feel like that happens to players a lot. They'll have a great individual performance and then people say, well, they lost, so it doesn't matter. But it really does matter. Game seven? That wasn't Kevin Durant. That was Kevin. You know who I am, Durant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he showed up for real. Um, all right. Next thing we're going to talk about. The transition into the the first trade, I guess. I don't think it's not the first trade, the most recent trade. There hasn't been a trade in a while, and one just popped up. Celtics, obviously, um, and the Thunder haven't been in the haven't played a game in a while, obviously. Um, and they made a trade to trade Al Horford, who didn't play for a large portion of the Thunder season. Uh, and Moses Brown to the Celtics for Kemba Walker, who I speculated was going to get traded anyway. I didn't think he was going to get traded to OKC, but I did know he was going to be traded. And their 16th overall pick for this year. So that means Thunder officially have three picks. Two of them could be top five. And Kemba Walker, who's a trade asset. Um, how do you guys feel about this trade? Um, there goes Presti again, getting another pick. Yep. Um, uh, I think as of now we have 36 picks over the next five drafts, which is crazy. Um, which is crazy. I don't know what Presley Prince plans to do because we can't have 36 players on the roster on top of the 15 <laughs> we already have. You can't do that. He's gonna have to trade them away. 
So I'm, you know, weary of what Sam Presti, of how Sam Presti decides to manage it, manage those picks. Um, it sucks to see Moses Brown go. He was low-key starting to become his own player. He once had 17 and 19 in the first half of the game. Yep. So, you know, he could have became like a Clint Capella or, dare I say, Rudy Gobert type uh, player. Don't say his name. Don't say that bum's name. Don't say his name. I mean, you can slander him all you want. They got knocked out the playoffs like two, a day ago. So, but yeah, he could have he could have became like a Clint Capella or maybe Daniel Gafford type player. I'm big on Daniel Gafford. He's really good. Um, uh, sucks to see him go. Um, I don't really feel no way about Al Horford. We knew we were trading him mm-hmm. the second he got here. I feel the same way about Kemba. I don't really expect him to play too many games in an OKC uniform. Yep. Um, but, you know, maybe he could have a Chris Paul type revival. Hey. Everybody thought Chris Paul was out, showed up, just to the playoffs, got us to the point in the second round, and, you know, Phoenix could chance on him. So hopefully this can be the spark that uh, Kemba Walker needs. Um, I guess I'll go next since I already have much to say. All I really have to say is that Sam Presti is a god. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, uh, my phone. But in my, in my opinion, uh, yeah, Sam Presti is going at it again, honestly. Like, I think we got 38 picks in like, like four or five years for the yeah. next four or five years. Just about. We got like 38 picks. And I feel like they're just going to CP3 him. They're going to let him play the whole season and just trade him, in my opinion. We're not keeping Kemper Walker at all. But honestly, Celtics got fleeced. <laughs> fleeced? I feel they let go of their 16th pick in Kemper Walker for Al Horford and Moses Brown. Speaking of which, they have Robert Williams and Tristan Thompson. What do they need Moses Brown for? Tristan Thompson is garbage. But Robert Williams is good at basketball. Tristan Thompson is maybe top five worst player in the league. I've Dang. never seen that man do anything good in the basketball game. <laughs> I've watched many Celtics games. In each game, this man is horrible. He comes on the floor and does absolutely nothing positive for the Celtics. He's horrible at basketball. After that one game in the finals a couple years ago, when Steph Curry out-rebounded that man. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, he was dead set I had to see nothing else after. Yeah, but that, that, my point is, like, they have three centers who can't shoot. Yep. So, I'm, uh, I guess I'm interested to see. They're probably going to move Tristan Thompson. But, like, even still, Moses Brown and uh, Robert Williams, that's not really – in today's league, that's not going to work. You need you need shooters. And you I already have – like, Who? Oh. Uh, mm. Kind of. <laughs> I think Al shot like 36, 35%. Is he? Sure, Al, yeah, Al can shoot, but like Al is too slow to do anything else. That's true. He, he's, you know, he's 6'9, but he's too slow to guard four. 6'9? I think he's 6'9. Yeah, he's on 300 pounds, bro. Dang, don't do it like that. Oh, yeah, don't, hey, don't disrespect. He's, Al he's, is he's, a Thunder legend. That's why they call him the milkman. He's 6'9. Al, Al is um he's too small to guard guard fours, which is really just small forwards in today's league. And he's too you know he's too slow to guard fives. Like Joel Embiid is going to torch that man. Um, Jokic is going to torch yeah, that hey. man. Um, mm-hmm. they insert random cat uh Carnegie Towns torch Bam Adebayo torch. I'm yeah. sorry, but like I don't, I don't I don't see what his value is, especially at that contract. 
Maybe. Thunder definitely won this trade. Um, we got a trade asset yes. and the 16th pick for nothing. Somebody. For, for people that didn't play for us or people that, you know, are young and that may have, you know, promising potential. But I'm cool with giving up Moses Brown if we get the 16th pick. We can get someone just better than Moses Brown or just as good this year with that pick. Somebody need to Photoshop that uh, Sam Preston's face over that. Uh, what's his name? Floyd Mayweather, I mean. Um, I don't know how I feel about the future of my team being rusted in a in an eighth grader who's sleeping right now. Not uh, facts, bro. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. I think Presty's really good at making good picks. He's drafted three MVPs and back to back drafts. Yeah, yeah, and back to yeah. That's wild. So I'm definitely confident in his drafting abilities. Um. We'll see. There's no way he can mess up 36 picks. So yeah, he can't mess up on 36. We're not the Kings. No. Well, I think we go get. I think we go like over 50. percent There's so much talent nowadays that I'm confident Facts. that most of the picks, if not all of them, probably not all of them, there's always going to be a mishap. But most of our picks that we, you know, are going to be good picks. They're going to help us in the future, so that we can run the league in the next five years. And it starts with Kay Cunningham. It starts with Evan Mobley. Um, we don't have a we don't have a center on the roster, so. Oh dang! Why we should, don't we? we I hit this trade by, more by the second. I didn't even realize we didn't have a center no more. Yeah. So, Mobley though, Mobley. Right Mobley guys? is nice. Mobley is nice. Mobley, Mobley and Kaminga. That's my. That's what I'm hoping for. We get Buddy James and LeBron comes in the free agency. It's facts. If we he said he was Bronny, coming to whatever team uh, his son was playing. Bro, if we get, think about it. Think about it. Bronny. LeBron, Kuminga, and Mobley. And With Shaq. SGA? Come on. That's Come a on championship now. roster. That's bro. championship, Come bro. On. And Lou coming off the bench, bro. Lou. We got Lou Dort. Shoot. Uh, Poku. Pokushevsky. Theo. Uh, Baisley. Man, we set, man. We're set. We're set, bro. We're set. Um, okay, she's for Joel. Hey, y'all, y'all saw what Joel said in his post-game interview, though? What he said? I saw some of it. I didn't see all of it. I'll be honest. I thought the turning point was when we, I don't know how to say it, is when we had an open shot and we made one free throw. Yo, look it's at the chat. Oh. Oh, you sent to me. So I, don't, I don't know. Appreciate it. If there's any tension going on in there, but. Benson is gone. I don't know where he's they going. All, they, always, they always had that tension, though. They've been saying that for like the last three years. <laughs> but um, this is the first time it's been public. We gotta talk about Ben Simmons eventually. Like maybe next episode, we can actually break down this nigga's basketball game. Look, I, I can say this: I, can break it. I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't believe niggas had Ben Simmons as a top ten point guard, and niggas had Ben Simmons over us. I'm, I'm glad that he had to. I'm glad that he had to uh, choke in the playoffs for y'all to realize that. I'm ashamed that I put That's him on top ten. After after watching after winning playoffs, this man. Does nothing good offensively, other than playmaking. I want. I want to play. Barely is even nice. that. All he does is bring up the. If you watch the game, like obviously you watch the games, he just comes off the court, passes it off, and then sits on like the side of the court doing nothing or in the paint, just standing there. The only reason he gets assists is because he handed off to Seth Curry, and Seth Curry will knock it down, or Joel Embiid will knock down a shot. So Curry is a bucket, bro. Curry is a, a bucket. bucket. This man does nothing offensively. He's a liability. I'm telling they need to teach him about Joel needs to teach him how to post up. He plays great defense. He, he plays great defense. I'll give him that. He deserves defensive player of the year, in my opinion. 
But this man on offense that brings no value. Every point guard in the league can do what Ben Simmons can do on the offensive side of the ball. Every starting point guard in the league can do what Ben Simmons can do on the offense, offensive side of the ball. It's, it's, I can't defend him no more, bro. He doesn't do anything. He missed 14 free throws in the game, bro. Nah, he, he missed guard. 10. He went 4 14. No, 4 14. You missed 10 I'm free throws, bro? Free throws, bro. Free throws. I used to have bro. Seth Curry and can't shoot a free throw, bro. <laughs> hey, crazy. If next episode really gonna be about Ben Simmons, man, then I'm gonna have a lot to say. But for right now, lock that man in a room. Don't let him out. I don't care how long it takes. He can't. How he, he can't lead till he hit a thousand threes. Hey, can I say? Make sure he's right here. Do something, it, bro. Facts. Can I say one thing about Ben Simmons? Go ahead. And then we'll finish it off here. Yeah. All right. Just saying, Ben Simmons is a 6'10 Tristan Thompson with playmaking, bro. Facts. Please put that nigga on the bench. Please. <laughs> put that nigga in Beijing. Put him on the Guan Dong. Shanghai, bro. Them Shanghai Sharks are so nice. Four points. How you shoot four shots? How many? How you shoot four shots in a game seven in the conference? Facts. This is, you're the second best player on the, four on the number shots, one bro. seed in the, in the East, and you take four shots. Did you see the clip? I don't even want to go too hard. I'm going to finish it off with this. Did you see the clip? This man, he spun past Gallo right under the hoop, wide yes, open, no. and he passes it to Tobias Harris, who's covered by two people. Well, one of them was Trey Young, so you might, you might as well just say one person. Still two. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're under the basket. Just dunk it. Lay it up. Do That's something. why. He was trying to keep a streak of no field goals attempted uh, in the fourth quarter. I just, to shoot. Kind of, I just hate watching Honestly, him, even if he go with that shot, worst case scenario, you're going to get the answer most likely. Facts. If he dunk it, because who would have fouled him? Trey Young? Yeah, that's an and one. Fuck it, yeah. Or get a rebound if you miss somehow. And yeah, if you miss, then you have uh, uh, Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid on the rebound. Oh, speaking of Joel Embiid, he had eight turnovers. I'm not going to let that slide. Oh, yeah, 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 he had a nice game. Um, and that's the one swat. I watched that game. Yeah. If you if you swap Ben Simmons with Lonzo Ball, I think they win this game. Yep. He's literally yep. Ben Simmons, but can shoot. He's, he's, he's like thirty eight percent. Is he? Bo- 30, look, look, we gotta save this conversation. We gotta save this. We gotta save this conversation. I'm not. I'm not saying really, he's better. But we can really compare. We can really compare point guards to Ben Simmons now after watching him play because he, he proved to he proved to everybody that he's not as good as he really is on the offensive side of the ball. Um. Anyway. We appreciate y'all listening to this to this episode. Um, you know, you see how passionate we are about these topics. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed, and we'll see you guys uh, next time. Peace. All right, peace. Goodbye. Peace.